0: Today on The Good Word, we're talking about the relative value of potions and pearls. A friend of mine loves to play video games, the kind where you have to collect energy and supplies to be able to fulfill your mission. The trouble is she always hoards her treasures longer than she should. She's always worried, but what if I need this later? And so she has trouble completing her quest since she's not using the power she has. She says she's trying to hoard less now and use what she's gathered along the way, And that helps her be less tense and even enjoy the game more. She's learning to value the outcome of her quest more than the massing of supplies and potions. And isn't enjoyment the point of the game? Not just collecting imaginary treasures? Of course, reality is always more complicated than a game. But still, we have to be careful we're not overvaluing impermanent things in favor of what really matters. God has left it up to our judgment to determine how we prioritize His kingdom, keeping in mind that that's the most worthwhile use of our time. In Matthew 13, Jesus tells two parables in short succession to discuss the value of the Word of God. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a treasure hid in a field, that which when a man hath found, he hideth, and for joy thereof goeth, and selleth all that he hath, and buyeth that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant man seeking goodly pearls, who, when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. The men in these parables are willing to give up all they have for what they valued, representing the kingdom of God. In Alma chapter 2 in the Book of Mormon, we read an account of the missionary Aaron and his experience teaching the king of the Lamanites. Although he was initially hostile to Aaron and his fellow missionaries, the king quickly realized the value of the message he was being shared. He's a rich man, probably the most powerful for many miles around, but he recognizes that becoming part of God's kingdom is worth far more than his earthly kingdom. The king said, What shall I do, that I may have this eternal life of which thou hast spoken? Yea, what shall I do, that I may be born of God? Having this wicked spirit rooted out of my breast, and receive his spirit, that I may be filled with joy, that I may not be cast off at the last day. Behold, said he, I will give up all that I possess. Yea, I will forsake my kingdom, that I may receive this great joy. But Aaron said unto him, If thou desirest this thing, if thou wilt bow down before God, yea, if thou wilt repent of all thy sins, and bow down before God, and call on his name in faith, Believing that ye shall receive, then shalt thou receive the hope which thou desirest. The forgiveness of the Lord was such a high priority for the king that he was willing to give up literally all he had, which was no small amount. That wasn't what the Lord was asking from him. But it demonstrates his willingness to devote himself to God's kingdom, illustrated in the parables of Jesus. To be sure, becoming a part of the Lord's kingdom demands sacrifice, But it's equally clear that the promises of God are more than worth any earthly things we give up. Eternal life is promised to be more than worth every penny or pearl. And that's the good word.